Hey, group chat, I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. It's Shade at Black Girls Texting. I know y'all see my text. You better answer me back. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the washing machine queen. I'm classically trained. Me, 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 me. This is Glenn at Bedside Brat. Wow, you did us. Hey, Goodbye. y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Texting. This is a little special edition. You know, we love a little travel series and it's your girl Sade. It's Glenn. And Chels Pinky. Yes, yes. Like Sade said, this is a special Black girls traveling episode, which I think might sound a little strange given that we are in a pandemic. But people are really actively traveling right now. I know we we saw all the girls were in Tulum over the past few months and we decided to do something a little different, right? Everybody's going to Mexico. We still wanted to get some nice warm weather, a tropical vibe. So we decided to go to Aruba and we're going to get into our experience there. But first, I just want to address this kind of elephant in the room, which again is traveling during a pandemic. Um, Shade, you had been traipsing all over the place. Over Don't the do that. Not traipsing. Months. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but Chelsea and I, it was our, when we went to Aruba, that was our first time like leaving our bubble And I was definitely kind of nervous, I must say. Um, But going on the plane, like everyone was masked up. And I'm sure as many of us have heard, like even being on a plane is one of the safest places you can be these days because of the way the air is being like constantly filtered. Um, So the whole process, I felt really safe. It was also really like wild for me to get out. Like I felt free. I was like, oh my God. I'm leaving. I'm moving. Like it, that was just like a new experience for me. What was it like for you, Chelsea? Yeah, same. I was definitely nervous to to leave. Um, a for my safety and also B for the judgment. Um, uh, but getting on the plane, people, you know, they gave us these wipes. Um, I was masked up the whole time. Everyone around me was masked up the whole time. They did give snacks. Um, so you know, obviously people were eating snacks without their masks, but luckily Shade and I, our, our plane was pretty empty. And so we just sat next to each other. So that felt super safe as well. Um, but yeah, I think, I think if you're responsible and you're traveling responsibly and like you're of good health, um, it's definitely something to consider, you know, we were fine. Yeah. And it's like refreshing right now, I think, um, having that time to get away with y'all was like so necessary for me. Um, And like you said, Chelsea, if you can do it responsibly, it can be a nice little reset for you to get away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you weren't mm -hmm. afraid, right? Well, I just want to clear the air around, you know, the slander of me. I have, (laughs) I have traveled quite a bit. Um, I, for one moved in the middle of a pandemic. So I was very comfortable being on planes, but um, yeah, I wasn't really nervous or anything like that. It's more so just taking that extra step of precaution of like prior to traveling, laying low, 
getting tested before you travel, which we'll share more on the protocols um, with Aruba. But I feel like even if a country doesn't require you to be tested prior to arrival, that it's just in good faith to just get tested before you go anywhere. And then when you return, take that time to quarantine as well and get tested. And it just alleviates a lot of stresses around the whole process. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, ma'am. So let's get into this beautiful destination that we went to, which is Aruba. And you know, on past travel episodes, I've tried to put together a little blurb and give you all the sultry voice. Um, Take us back, Glenn, take us back. (laughs) This is coming from TripAdvisor. I won't take the credit, but it's just so beautifully written. So it says, Aruba is an island made for unplugging your devices and recharging your spirit. The quintessential Caribbean island, Aruba, is all sun and sea and stretches of powdery sand. Time slows to a languid pace as you linger over a tropical drink or bob serenely in the water, only the parrotfish are in a hurry. Oof. Oh my that, God. Right? I okay, go last back. line. It says, look at oh, sorry. No, I know it's okay because I'm like, wait, we need this too. Scout out a shady hammock, the perfect spot for a nap, as the crashing waves of turquoise water create a soothing soundtrack. Uh. So beautiful. I, yeah. I want to go back. Wow. That really sums it up so beautifully. It is like this dope place to unplug and it does feel like time almost stops in a way because it's such a beautiful place that you are just, like your jaws just dropped half the time. Oh my God, yes. I, I have so much to say, but we should probably, you know, save it for our, because I'm like between the people and like the the accommodations we had, like it was just, it was perfect. Now, before you go. Well, let's tell the girls how they can even get to go to Aruba. We touched on like the safety precautions because your black girls texting didn't really do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. So, so know before you go, you know, before you go to Aruba, there is an ED card that you need to have in order to even get on the plane. So, Uh, We got, you know, you have to prove that you don't have COVID. So we got these like rapid tests that Sade suggested. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say it was Sade. Sade told us the place to go to get a rapid test. Basically, they did like double checks on what I said. I'm not a doc. I'm not Fauci. We trusted you. (laughs) Anyway, so we got the rapid test. It was like a no swab. And then you have to produce those results. Um, You have to get a, a letter from your from the place that you went to as well and like bring that with you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, share your passport information and all that stuff. So before you can even get on the plane, you have to show that you got that ED card. Um, so it said, as part of Aruba's traveler health requirements, the government of Aruba requires all visitors to undergo a molecular SARS-CoV-2 test based on a nasal swab before entering Aruba. Um, Children are actually exempt, which is interesting, but um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't super hard to do. Unfortunately, we got there and we took the wrong test. So make sure you get the correct test, not the rapid test, you know, that gives you the results in 15 minutes, but the test, um, the test that you get back in like two or more days. And it's, so it's like the deep nasal swab. Yeah. So, 
Chelsea, Shade, and I, well, Chelsea and Shade were on the same flight. I was on a different flight. They landed a little bit before me. And I get this test, like, our test is wrong. We don't have the right test. I'm like, excuse me? What are you saying to me right now? Um, but luckily, they do have a testing um, center in the airport. So we were able to get the correct test for $75 each. And I must say, of all the tests that I've had, that was like the most like real. Yeah, it was very legit. I was like, okay, this is legit. It was a nose and throat swab. Um, so we were able to get that done there, which was like a sigh of relief because I was like, am I gonna have to be sent home? Like what's going on here? Um, yeah. And I noticed that a few people didn't even get tested before they got to Aruba. Like they just knew that there was a center there and they did it in the hotel. I mean, they did it in the um, in the airport. So um, just make sure if before you go to Aruba to go to Aruba.com and then there's like a section that says like plan your trip um, and get all the updated information there. Um, I think it's smart as you're traveling during a pandemic to always do this anyways, no matter what country you're going to make sure because obviously rules are different right now. But anyways, once we got out of the airport and we all met up with each other, it was really nice. We had these um, super welcoming women with signs with our names um, from Eco Destination Management Services. So, you know, if you're looking for transportation, I would definitely, you know, get transported with them because they were super nice. They were teaching us all about the language and the food and the culture, even in the first five seconds. Um, yeah. So check them out. Their Instagram is Eco DMS Caribbean. We'll have it in the show notes for you. Yeah, I always love if I can to already have my transport arranged when I get to a place because that first headache, look at shut it. No, of like if you don't know exactly what the what the rate should be and like kind of haggling with like That's a local true. taxi driver. Oh, you can get got. You can get got. It's already there, especially because we were we were just in kind of like this moment of stress, like, oh my God, I gotta take another test. What's going on? To have them waiting there for us and to just take us to our hotel was like such a relief. Yeah. yeah. And it, it always feels baller when your name is like on a sign. <laughs> I was going to say, it also feels mad good to see your name on the sign. And, and it's not even that, like, I think extra to do. Like at first I, I felt like, oh my God, like that's just so over the top. But like, to be honest, you get somewhere you don't, to your point, you guys' point, you don't know how much taxis are. And then there's hella taxi people coming up to you. And that is just, Ain't nobody got time for that no more. Agreed. We're elevated over here, ladies. Where to stay. Um, so now our section on where to stay. We stayed at the Aruba Marriott Resort and Stellaris Casino. And it's right on Palm Beach, which are where all of the um, really like high rise, um, beautiful hotels are. Um, so it's a, in a really prime location right on the beach, really also close to downtown. So I actually got to talk with Stacey Banfield, who's the marketing and communications manager at the Aruba Marriott Resort. And she just gave me a little insight onto what makes the property so special and what you all can expect um, if you stay with them on a trip to Aruba. So what would you say makes the Aruba Marriott Resort and Stellaris Casino unique? both within the Marriott brand overall, but also within the accommodations available on the island? Uh, our hotel has many characteristics, 
characteristics um, that are they it, it makes it known for. It actually is located on the famous Palm Beach, which was actually ranked uh, number 12 from 24 best island beaches in the world just recently by Condenas, which is something we're very excited about. And it also gives the opportunity to showcase the amazing location. Uh, you were there, so you probably got to experience it as well. All of our guest rooms, no matter the room category that you book, it will have guaranteed a balcony or a terrace. So that makes it also nice. Um, it doesn't matter if you book a limited view or you book the premium view, you'll get a balcony to enjoy the outdoor space and the nice fresh breeze. So that's really something that also stands out from our property. We offer a lot of F&B outlets at the hotel, a total of 10 different restaurants, lounges, and bars. And the cool thing is, is that they're all different um, in terms of cuisine and also in terms of setting. Um, so I'll say that it was really um, affirming for me when we got to the hotel um, that they made us quarantine. It was annoying. But I, so we get there, we're checking in and the, the woman asks me, oh, are you, um, did you get tested at the airport or before you came? I was like, well, I did both. I'm just thinking she's making conversation with me. Then she comes out from the back with this brown paper bag full of stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, what is she giving me? Like a gift? Like I'm a Marriott Bonvoy member. Like maybe I got like some perks in this bag. I'm like, oh, what's this? She's like, oh, these are all the things you're going to need to quarantine in your room until you get your test results back. I said, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Safety first. Yeah, um, it was, um, I felt like we were on timeout, but it was good. Yeah, yeah it, was, it sure. was like, okay, safety first for sure. Um, so in this bag, it was like all these things we would need like to order food up, like, uh, like uh, what's it called? Utensils and things like that, and ex extra masks and whatnot, um, because I was given that bag. Then the other people that Chelsea and Sade were checking in quickly peeped game, realized that they also needed to quarantine. And we all sat in Chelsea's room for several hours, um, just waiting to get updates. So when you get there too, you sign up for this app, like an Aruba Health Visitor app, which is also really helpful. Um, and we were refreshing it like every 15 minutes to see if we were going to uh, if our results had come in because we had dinner reservations and until those results came in, we literally could not leave the room. But I will say <laughs> it was a Friday that we were there and we did all have to work. So um, we just took the time to do some like remote work, which is also a big part of like the program that the property is offering. So if you do find yourself having to work while you're there, you can do a, an easy workplace situation. We ordered some room service. We knocked a lot of stuff out so that for the rest of the weekend, we could just be clear of mind and just enjoy ourselves. Stacy told us a bit more about all the precautions that the Marriott is taking to ensure that guests are safe when they come and stay with them at their Aruba property. So we opened our doors in 1995. So this year, the hotel is actually celebrating 25th um, anniversary. And since we opened, of course, the health and safety of our guests has always been our utmost, um, of, of, of utmost importance. 
And now more than ever, we were, you know, we were in a situation where we of course had to increase our demanding standards to an even higher level so that we could create an environment where guests feel safe to travel to and stay with us. Um, so we introduced different protocols and guidelines in place um, that are focused on enhanced cleaning, for example. And we also introduced um, a cleaning champion, which is important because the cleaning champion pretty much makes sure that the protocols are being followed. So again, making sure we're creating this environment where guests feel that they can trust our protocols and making sure that they're being followed so that when they come here, they feel safe and we can help also help them stay healthy, you know, throughout their stay. We have also this amazing workation package that we're offering to those that want to come and both work remote in Aruba. It includes interesting things such as um, a cooking class with the executive chef, how to learn to make a local dish. So again, trying to learn, you know, from the tradition and the cultures of the island while you're there. It also includes, of course, complimentary Wi-Fi, which you need to be able to work remotely. And um, also private aerobics uh, yoga class on the beach actually with our private instructor. So that's great, you know, to make sure you're staying healthy and doing your yoga because you'll probably be eating really good food throughout. <laughs> um, and it also includes, of course, the accommodation. So it's a really cool package and a couple's massage um, to also you know, to make it feel like you're on a vacation while you're working remotely. It was a moment when we were like, we're COVID free. Literally screaming. It was hilarious. I still hear the screams. <laughs> we were talking to the people at the front desk. They're like, hey, are you going to come down to this dinner? And we're like, no, we still didn't get the results. And then Chelsea's next to me in my ear like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm negative. Oh my God. Check it out, check it out. <laughs> Oh my God. And I can't wait to talk about that, that dinner. Oh yes. But before we get there, Shade, tell us what we need to know. Some, some words. Cause I think Aruba is yes. really special. Words to know. Yes. You know, it's me, your local wordsmith on the ones and twos, but no, um, I have like just an obsession with language learning. And I think it's super important. We all think it's super important that before you go somewhere, especially if they're not English speaking, um, or, in the case of Aruba, they speak everything. But if <laughs> there are other languages that you can learn and that you can connect with the people, that it definitely doesn't hurt to just take the extra steps to learn a good, you know, hello, goodbye. Um, so in Aruba, they speak papiamiento, which is this like language blend of Dutch, Portuguese, Spanish, even some African dialects. So it's essentially like a Creole. But if you think about the history of Aruba, they were colonized by the Dutch, but had a lot of influences from other colonizers. <laughs> um, and <laughs> you also have folks coming from what's known as a British West Indies, which they call like Isla Riba, which are like 
the kind of like curve of islands, I like to call them. So thinking about like Trinidad, Grenada, Jamaica, all the islands above that were colonized by British folks. So um, Aruba is part of the Dutch Caribbean, which consists of the ABC islands. So you have Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao. And Papiamiento, from what I looked up, actually comes from um, papiar, which is to chat or to talk. So that's like a, a kind of like an old sp Spanish word, but people think it derives actually from Italian parlare. So who knows? Etymology is interesting, but I found it really, really fun that when um, we got into the cab, we got to hear some of our first words of like just learning this language because we legit had no idea. Like the whole time we were in the airport, we were like, are they speaking Spanish? I was like, no, that's Portuguese. I was like, now I don't know what the hell that is. And then we would see signs that were like combined with Dutch and the words are so long. And I'm like, what is happening? What are people speaking here? So can you teach us some stuff? Oh, good idea. Some um, papiamento work? Yes, yes. please. So uh, very popular complimental words. Uh, one is douche. 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 D-U-S-H-R. Okay. And uh, douche means, um, you know, uh, sweet. It has different meanings. Oh. Or you can say somebody is uh, me douche, my douche. Okay. You know? oh. yeah. My love, my dulce. Like dulce. Yeah. You can say, you know, this is really sweet. It's what, what did you say before douchey? If you said it's very sweet? Uh, Hopi douchey. Hopi douchey. Hopi douchey. And that is also like, you know, you can say uh, food is really tasty. Hopi douchey. Mm. It sounds super Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, the inflection, right? Also, uh, good morning, we say bon dia. Bon dia. Bon dia. It's B-O-N-D-I-A. Bon dia. Bon dia. Okay. Um, good afternoon. It's bon tardi. Bon tardi. Bon tardi. Mm -hmm. And uh, good evening. It's bon noche. Bon noche. Bon noche. Buenas noches. Yes. Wow. Oh. So cool. Hello, how are you? Yes. You say, um, Conta Bai. Conta Bai. Conta Bai. That is C-O-N-T-A-B-I. Uh -huh. Sorry, B-A-I. B-A-I. Conta Bai. And then you respond, Hopi Bon. Hopi Bon. Hopi Bon. Conta Bai. Hopi Bon. <laughs> so we were just really fascinated to learn that the people of Aruba are so multilingual. I will be sending my children there. They don't know it yet. They're, my unborn children will be going to boarding school in Aruba um, <laughs> because they just learn so many languages and their schooling. The, it, the USA needs to get it together, but they learn to speak like four languages by the time they're in middle school. So in Aruba, what languages are taught in, in like school? Yeah, they, we, we speak and they taught us um, 
four languages. It's Dutch, English, Spanish, and Papiamen. So all the education is in Dutch. From third grade, you begin with Spanish, fourth grade with uh, English, and from there on, you, you speak all, well, you go and learn all the four languages. Also Papiamento, because Papiamento is an official language. Oh, an official language. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I love for that. a couple of years already. Wow. So like when the like government addresses the people, what language? In Dutch. In no, Dutch. and if they're gonna do, let's say on TV and stuff, they talk in Papiamento. They speak in Papiamento. Uh, yeah, but the legal papers and stuff, it's all in Dutch. Wow. So you guys are just multilingual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, as your resident linguist, I'm gonna walk y'all through a couple words. So welcome, which you'll see everywhere is Bombini. Bombini. Should we repeat, Chelsea? We can be her her, her pupils. Bombini. <laughs> okay, kiddos. Good morning or hello is Bon dia. Bon dia. Bon dia. Goodbye. This is one of my favorites is Ayo. That's a fun one. Ayo. I really want to say ayo, but I'll say <laughs> ah. I'll say ayo. <laughs> and then thank you. Another one of our faves is Masha Donkey. Masha Donkey. Masha Donkey. Or if you want to add a little flair, we were like Masha Donks. <laughs> and that's definitely where you get some of that like Dutch German vibes, like Donka, Donkey, and just. This term, douchey, which means sweet, but it's used in so many different ways. They like have made it kind of like slang, but then it's also added to add like emphasize that something was so great or just a lot of different ways you can use douchey. So, um, douchey. I love that word. It sounds like what it means. Like it sounds like sweet, sweet. to me. I don't know. It sounds like it's like, cause you gotta like dip into that word. Do you know, does that make sense? y'all douchey like, yeah douchey like you feel like you're like immersed immer yes accents yes come through but yeah i was enamored with the language and just the way people spoke it does sound really beautiful and it was really cool to just see how the youth has kind of added their little twist on it but it's just the epitome of a melting pot of a country so Make sure you know those words before you go. You know, you can send us a little DM practicing your, uh, your Masha donkeys and we're going to have you ready to go. Yeah, I, I've never even met someone from Aruba. So like I had no idea that they spoke this language. It was, it was like a really cool thing to discover while being there. Must see, must do, and must eat. So now that y'all are equipped, you got your test in advance. You didn't need to get in the airport. If you have to, fine, but... Just, just take care of it, okay? You know where you're staying and you know your couple of words. Now you need to know what you need to do, what you gotta eat and what you have to see. So St. Nicholas is um, called Aruba Sunrise City. It's actually the second largest city in Aruba, even though Aruba is really tiny. And it's known for this like vibrant art community, lots of street murals, which we were really lucky to have a tour of and see. Um, and the city just has a lot of dope, vibrant energy. It's where Aruba's carnival actually originated. And you can see a lot of that in the streets. Like we saw this, um, 
what is that called where the artwork is done out of like mirror glass um mosaic mosaic yes we saw this mosaic of this like beautiful like kind of like woman dressed up in carnival wear that's like right in the middle of the city as you're walking through um and back in the day there was this refinery that brought a lot of people from the isla riba so all those countries that we had mentioned like to the dr grenada jamaica and is known as like the quote-unquote black side of town which we can talk more about which is kind of interesting in the way you kind of identify ethnicity there because the people are so mixed up but it's definitely more folks that are coming from the British West Indies that are adding their flavor to the city. So if you were looking for that, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just a vibe. Like you go there, there's definitely like more kind of traditional Caribbean food. If you wanted to eat that, you have these beautiful mosaics in the streets, but then there's also beaches and this like island charm it literally takes about like 30 minutes to do this walking mural tour and like experience the area um we highly recommend a guided tour just because there's so much information that you can find out about these artists we were really lucky to meet this gentleman named leon um i oh hope my I'm god i loved him Uncle leon. i'm hoping i'm saying his name his last name right leon barrenos my name? name is leon Leon. Bereno, a French name, Bereno. And my mother's name is Shawakian. So, Bereno Shawakian. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> it's wow. crazy. Uh, but all of us are, are, are immigrant children. Yeah. Don't forget, we are an immigrant um, nation. And that's why I give them lessons today. I give them a history lesson and rule. Starting yeah. in 1634, when the Dutchman came for first, wow. up to today. So, they know how to let's say how to uh, compile the study material because those ladies were from the study material the curriculum department they make up the study material for the, for the uh, elementary school to the university wow they before are, um, before the dutch came here who were here spanish dutch? from spanish. 1499 to 50 to uh, 1634 1499 yeah, so like were, right after they they, they, they left, discovered Aruba, yeah yeah 1499 the spanish, and they stayed here till 1634 uh, mm. 34 yeah were there like um like indigenous people yeah we had uh, officially uh, the first inhabitants of Aruba we discovered 2500 years before christ there wow. were engines they were in the ceramic era and then they left the island and went to the continent and in about 800 the year 800 they came from the continent back to Aruba oh. and those are the Kaikitios which Kaikitios. is a tribe yeah, they have two large tribes, Arawak and the Caribbean. Uh, Arawak. <laughs> the Arawak belongs to the tribe of the Kaikitios. Uh -huh. Those are peaceful people. Yes. The Caribs are the warriors. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they had to fight. They were people from the, from the continent because they had to fight for territory. Mm -hmm. yeah. What they did when they were finished with their war, they used to come and rest here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was a resort already those years. Yeah. <laughs> the caciques, the, the chiefs, caciques, they yeah. used to come here to rest. And then take up the energy and back. go back and fight oh, wow. and that's the reason we are very peaceful okay. peaceful mm. engines now we're doing knowledge yeah yeah we tell you spend your money here i'll tell you a story yeah, yeah. love it and the storytelling thing is the whole thing right now in the world people work hard they want to hear stories they want to get rid of the stress and the COVID stuff and so on and then you have you need a good story if you have a good story they love it and that's what we are doing 
we are we are trying to give them a piece of history, a piece of culture, a, 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 a piece of understanding, especially if you look at St. Nicholas, which is the black people's town, yes. it, 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 it coincides with, with each other. We understand you guys, you understand us. So and it's very important that people know that this existed. If it was not for this place, we would never be here. Um, he's a historian who was born and raised in Aruba, and now he's doing a lot of work to just keep the history of Aruba alive. We talked to him for at least 30 minutes, and our tour guide, Paula, had to be like, okay, Leon, we got to go, because we could have just sat there and spoke to him all day. So he just told us about the rich history of the island. Um, and something that was really interesting is him sharing that Aruba is not a huge export city, um, but that their biggest gift is their history and their culture and like this passion. So it definitely left me inspired to want to come back because you can really feel it. And I think St. Nicholas is one of those places where you, you get those vibes. After our art mural tour, which again, I think is just a must because it's super beautiful. We hit up Baby Beach which is more of like a local favorite. It's this really small beach. It's literally like the, the water doesn't even come up that high. It's perfect literally for babies, <laughs> but <laughs> it has these like calm waters. It's really great for like families. I want to say that like there's tons of like little baby turtles there as well because the water is so shallow. I didn't see any, but we popped by there and they have, you know, nice places where you can just lay out on the sand if you wanted to, but you could easily just like float in the water with a drink. They're bumping mash on Paul and we <laughs> went over there and just had like a vibed out moment. So St. Nicholas is a city you have to hit when you're in Aruba. It doesn't take long to get anywhere. I want to say the whole island you could drive in an hour. So there's no excuse for you not to hit it up. Wait, did you guys notice like the beaches there? Because I love beaches. But one thing I hate about beaches is like when my feet get burned on the sand. But like the sand there was like nice. It wasn't super it hot. It gets hot. It's yeah, crazy. It was really cool. Someone told us something about it. Now I can't remember exactly the re like there's a reason why. The weather there's super temperate because they're like not right on the equator. But like I think the way the currents happen is that they never experience like crazy rain or like crazy hot it's like literal almost perfect, perfect weather, weather except every it's like, single day yeah it's just like a little breezy yeah which like that's amazing <laughs> exactly yeah, it was perfect i mean on the subject of beaches aruba has some of the best beaches in the world. There's over 15 beaches on the island. And um, actually in, in uh, 2018, Aruba was featured in, in National Geographic's 24 best spots in the Caribbean because of their beach, Eagle Beach. Um, it has been named one of the best beaches in the Caribbean. Um, so we didn't get to go to Eagle Beach, but like you said, Shade, we did go to Baby Beach. And then we also went to Mangohalto Beach, which to me, was my absolute favorite. It was like a lagoon, like we're just driving up and then this beach is just like in, like off of a cliff. Like it's surrounded by all of this like rocky mountainous terrain. And you just look down and you see like the bluest blue 
ever. And we were there like really early in the morning and these two guys came down to go go diving. They just like put their wetsuits on and hopped right in. It definitely felt like a more like local chill hangout. And um, I felt like I was like on a Riviera or something. I don't know. Like I can still see it and feel it. I, I just, I love that place so much. Um, but of course, another beach that all the girls love is the Flamingo Beach. Now, I know a lot of y'all want to know the tea on that. So yes, uh, Aruba has this private beach that has flamingos on it. Um, and it's the beach is owned by the Renaissance Hotel. So if you are a guest there, then you just automatically get a pass. If not, you can purchase a pass to go to the beach for around $100. Um, there, you cannot get pre like can't pre-book your passes so you have to go there same day as early as 7 a.m to secure your spots um they do sell out so get on it because you, <laughs> you're gonna want to experience this so a boat pulls up to the renaissance we met our boat there there's like a little dock it's really crazy because it like literally pulls up into the lobby kind of of the hotel yeah and you're like where are we about to go and then suddenly you're on like open water and you're just like speeding through. We, the girls love a boat. If a boat is involved, I always say I will always get on a boat. Like there's just, <laughs> if I get an invitation to a boat, I'm taking the boat. So this is like Agreed. a little boat moment. Um, and as we were on our way there, it's, it's not too far from the airport. So like a plane flew super low over our heads. I felt like I was a spy or something. I don't know. It definitely had, I, I don't know. Was it just me? I felt like I was like, <laughs> I don't know. It was it was it was kind of 007. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so we pull up at the beach. Um so lovely. Like definitely dope to just go to another like secluded kind of area. Um and because they cap the amount of people that are there, if you get this little kind of secluded kind of vibe. Um, also because of the pandemic, we were all spaced out there. So there's, they limited the amount of seating that's on the beach. Um, the restaurant there, when we got there, we were all like ready, like famished. Um, I had this like steamed fish that was fire. Like I can still taste it. Um, we were curious about these big cabanas. We didn't end up booking them. I cannot remember the cost. Somewhere around like $600. You could get like food, bottles, all this type of stuff. It also comes with like snorkeling gear. And y'all, I just read that we, we low-key played ourselves because the beach is two-sided, right? So there's a flamingo beach and then there's this iguana beach, which is like more recommended for families. We already saw some of the iguanas coming over to our side. I wasn't really quite interested in that experience, but they do have like a spa facility on the iguana beach side. We got to go back. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, we played ourselves. I was about to say, I wasn't, I saw the iguanas coming over. I wasn't really trying to go over there, but the spa. <laughs> the spa. The spa. spa. Especially since spa. Aruba has so much aloe. Mm-hmm. Could have gotten like an aloe facial. We'll, we'll go back. Yes, for sure. hundred percent. Um, the water was like super chill there and calm. Shade had many moments. I watched her just go out and like be one with the sea. <laughs> we were drinking these like blended mojitos and just like getting our lives. Those mojitos. Girl. Ooh. What? They also had caparinas. Yes, which is also a favorite of mine when I'm on yeah. vacation. But there's definitely a cute spot to go to like flick it up, get your Instagram posts. You know, let the girls know. 
that you were in Aruba. Because you can only do that there. They do not have that anywhere else. Oh. And the flamingos were just chilling. Like, they're just right there. Like, I know. You can just go I stand love how next they, to them. I love how they stand with their little leg up. <laughs> I'd never seen them that close to me. They're not, like, you're, they're right next to you, literally. You can, like, swim with them. You can chill with them. You can feed them. Yeah. It was really cool. You should definitely feed them because if you don't, they'll just walk away from you. (laughs) There are these girls that had come all wearing hot pink bathing suits, ready to get their looks. They came out there, those flamingos dipped right away. I don't know if they thought that they were were being threatened. I'm not sure. I think they They thought that they were like big flamingos. I think so. I think that's what was going on. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, like the beaches, like Glenn said, are incredible. But we also had some incredible food. Um, we all love food and I'm so happy we got to experience some true Aruba um, cuisine. So just like the language, the food is, has, you know, this um, background and history of this mixing of Dutch food and Spanish food and other Caribbean islands. Um, so we had something called Keshi Yena. Um, it's an Aruban and Curacaoan main course dish um, consisting of a large round ball of cheese stuffed with spiced meat. It's usually chicken um, and it's served um, steamed or baked. So keshiyena, I guess that makes sense. It's like something's full. So full cheese maybe. Um, And then there's funchi, which is like this cornmeal mesh. It's also some Aruban cuisine. I feel like, Glenn, you really liked the funchi, right? Yeah. And I think it had, like, cheese on top, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of cheese. Which I think Lots is of cheese. the Dutch side. Yeah. So it was fun. We had, like, the, the you know, true Aruban cuisine. But running it back to that first day when we were, like, holding our breath to get our results – it was worth it. That dinner we had at Atardi, so it's a restaurant that's actually on the Marriott, um, on the Marriott, so you don't even have to leave the the property the Marriott. Yeah, yeah, the property. And it, we had dinner on the beach. Our feet was in this. Our feet was in the sand. The drinks were just hitting. Like I was hitting. getting lit. We had, had two drinks, and I was lit. Um, it was so good. Like, it was what, perfect. It was perfect. I had like steak and lobster. We had octopus. Um, the mahi mahi. Oh my god, that octopus. That was probably one of my favorite meals. Yeah, definitely. I, I would have to agree. It was like, so good. Oh my you gosh. Wow. You fill in the octopus for us, okay? That's so good. It's on the center of the octopus. Okay? It's beautiful. Thank you. I love <laughs> Okay. Let me, let me give space over here, maybe. You don't yeah. use with this plate? Okay. Yeah, I think we're done. You're done? done? Okay. Mm. Leave in the, the, uh, the last yes, salad. Yes, thank you. Yes, <laughs> you already know, Oscar. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, the, the vibe, like you said, to be on the beach. And we were supposed to get there for sunset, but of course, because we were, we listened to Sade and went to the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> We were late, but there was something like even more like dramatic and beautiful about being there, kind of like in the pitch black. Yes. And the yes. sea is just like inky and you're just seeing stars and everything is candlelit. Definitely like a little romantic moment if you're having like a vacation situation. I know you guys were my bay on the trip because we <laughs> we did have a romantic walk along the beach, our we feet did. in the water. The <sighs> water was like still kind of warm, even though it was late at night. It was it was just so good. 
I definitely suggest hitting up a tardy. Um, and then we had this really amazing meal at the Ritz Carlton, which is it's walking distance from where we stayed. I think maybe like a hotel, you know, maybe a hotel's in between, but super close, five minute walk. Um, yeah. And so we had dinner at BLT Steak. And it was so good. This The restaurant's like overlooking the sea with like, you know, ocean views. It's just, it was so good. And like just the people, like the way how they treated us everywhere we went was incredible. Um, so definitely hit up BLT. That's Yo. definitely a place you want to go with your heels, with your fit, with your camera ready for your gram. Um, I feel like that's... A girl like great girls night dinner spot yes we had we had it all and we had dinner <laughs> oh my god so good i loved that and then after that we went to the casino which was hilarious shade got played <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't figure She's out still triggered i know <laughs> chelsea and i kept trying to use those machines i could not figure out we are it. not we are not gamblers, but if you are a gambler, there's there's a casino on site, which is yeah, really nice. There's hella casinos in Aruba. Um, but I, I think that like added to the experience, you know, like we just had this like fabulous dinner, let's set up the casino, let's have a cocktail, let's play some slots. Like it was such <laughs> a vibe. I loved it. Oof. Yes, I did win two dollars, but I just I'd never um <laughs> got it. it. <laughs> I never claimed it. <laughs> Um, oh my god wait you remember I said I texted the group and we were trying to trick Sade and she just didn't care I was like I won a thousand dollars because I was like no you didn't (laughs) she just didn't respond if you were happy for me Sade I would have gave you two hundred dollars I gave some to Glenn but you want to act all funky so (laughs) you know I can get your cut I can finally reveal I did not win a thousand dollars I was kidding surprise surprise oh my god really (laughs) I can't believe it. <laughs> oh my God, Glenn, tell us about the rest, the other restaurants too. Yeah. So you mentioned, Chelsea, that we had the Keshiena and the Funchi. We went to the West Deck to have that. I would highly recommend. That was actually one of my favorite meals that we had on the island. Um, it's this restaurant that's right, really close to downtown um, Origin Stand. Um, and you can try a lot of like local Aruban cuisine, but also you can have like this blend of different um, Caribbean dishes. Like we had these Bahamian conch fritters that were so higher. good. And them Johnny okay. cakes. Girl, what? It just what? gave us a arepas of bread. And it was all these different, yeah, it was all these different breads. It was like South American, West Indian, one just felt like a biscuit might have been a biscuit right yeah i was like come on now with all the black breads yes black bread and we (laughs) also um that's when we finally got to try this um mango hold on mango magic mango magic magic, which is one of the balashi beers um and it actually is um brewed by the uh, the aruba's first woman brewer which Mm -hmm. was amazing so everywhere we could get that beer we were sipping it it's like a really nice it gives it gives like a light lightly happy situation with just like a little kiss of mango yeah but it's easy to drink I typically don't like hoppy but it's not harsh it's very 
it's very refreshing. Yes. Oh Definitely my God. I thought I made matters. that up. It is a pale ale. I kind of like know my beers. Yes. So it's a pale ale, but like you said, Chelsea, not over overwhelming. And we'd love to like try something by a woman wherever we go support women owned, women ran situations. So yes. 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 Um, and then we also went to this spot called Zerover, um, which the girls loved. Oh, it was so good. So when you get there, you just like pick your seafood. So you can be like, oh, I want a kingfish. I want shrimp. I want, you know, whatever you want. And you pick it and then they cook it fresh yes, and then ma'am. give it to you in this like bucket and you can share it. it oh, my God. It was so you're just, good. You're just like sitting on a dock and which is like my favorite kind of way to eat seafood. Yeah. Right? You already know when you pull up, you're at the dock. It's about to go down. Right. Chelsea ordered literally like five pounds of shrimp i don't even know it was insane she ate it never eat that shrimp and we ate it all (laughs) it was so good just getting buckets of beer saying stuff is a must but like that is a must like that's like a cool like local vibe there are a lot of local people there and just like kick back enjoy it get there maybe like right before sunset oh and again, everyone was so nice because, you know, you get to a new place and this was definitely, a you know, a local spot, like people who are actually from Aruba were eating there. And, you know, people, we were like kind of confused on how to do it. And everyone was so helpful. Like, it was just great. Yeah. Okay. And then also, because, you know, the girls like to have their cocktails. I'm still trying to coin this Black girls drinking movement. Or sounds the black like girls, alcoholism. <laughs> black girls <laughs> sipping movement um we had so much fun at the h2 oasis pool um which is at the marriott um it's like a quieter adults only pool so you know because you know you travel sometimes people got their kids with them you just really don't want to do all of that um very serene i was actually thinking it'd be a great place to like work poolside um but we get there and we uh, actually arranged to have like a cocktail making class um, at the bar. And we actually coined our own signature drink. Yes. Testing. It's fire. It is fire. We told them like we're a little spicy, but we're sweet too. And we're upper echelon too. So give us that like Patron. What kind of Patron was it again? Top yeah, shot, so shot. it was it was Patron yeah. Reposado. If you want to make this at home, it's Patron Reposado ginger beer, um, the jalapeno peppers, turmeric. and turmeric. Fire. It was so good. The guys also told us about some signature Aruban drinks that sounded wild. What is Arriba. in the Aruba Riba again? Vodka rum, banana curve, fruit punch, and gram And then what's in the fallen angel? Angel. Angels, they're fallen. <laughs> Blend. Sir, yum, <laughs> delicious. You're trying to make me want to drink that. That sounds compelling. It scares drink. me. I don't know what it has. I think it's like a Long Island, you know. Uh, what cool. is it, Gio? You know exactly what it is. Why is amaretto wrong? You want pineapple juice you know, or tequila? Amaretto. Wait, wait, wait. Amaretto, amaretto 151 pineapple and, and tequila. Hell no. So basically, you're trying to die. You would be falling. That sounds very you good. You will fall for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's called Falling Angel. Before no. all this coronavirus started, there was a place I used to see him there too. It's called, what's the name? Hot shots. The beer in there. We used to go hot shots, and this place, place serves Falling Angels. Oh no. But it's like 
like 15 bucks for right one. Right down for me, dude. But it's a big glass. Oh, like the this. podcast. I drank yeah, one. Yeah. I don't remember what happened after I drank You're one. You're kidding. I just remember. I had a lot of fun. And I got So good. So good. Um, and that was one of my favorite moments to be at the pool with the guys that worked there. Um, y'all, I cannot remember the bartender's name. Gio. Gio, our boy Gio. Um, and there, it was just really co- cool because it was like this like multi-generational experience, right? So like these younger bartenders, Gio, all of them telling us their favorite parts of the island, the culture, the language. We got to learn a lot more slang. They were telling us about Carnival. One of the guys had been like the joker at the Carnival last year or something. And he told us yeah. that he was like, had to turn up at all these different events and like rep the island. And like, I don't know, it was just sick. I we love meeting mad jokes. I could have sat there forever. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, people are probably trying to like relax in this oasis. And we were over there just cackling and kikiing with the whole crew. But we had had a couple of black girls texting. So we were lit. Yeah. They also, I really like talking to them about um, the music um, because, you know, like you get there and everything's so mixed up. The people look all different. The language is something that I had never heard of. Um, so we were curious about what kind of music they listened to. And it turns out they listened to everything. So they listened to soca, um, reggae, reggaeton, um, hip hop. Like it was really cool that they, you know, they just, they're so cool. <laughs> yeah, they put us on to some songs, um, which if you check out our playlist, you can hip yourself to them. Um, our girl Paula told us a little bit more about the local music and artists. That's and so cool. We have cool. our own music, our, the artists here make their own songs. Is, oh, really? They have a competition, Calypso and Suga um, contest. Is there, do you know of like an Aruba, an artist from Aruba that we should check out? <laughs> oh, we have a lot. We have Claudius Phillips, who was the one that almost won every single year. Huh. Now his songs are taking over. Claudius Phillips? Yeah, Claudius Phillips. You get um, Le Groove. Le Groove. Tsunami. There are a, a couple of them. Okay, it's we're like, gonna yeah. get it on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> clip La Groove. Some little <laughs> teasers. Things we didn't get to do. So there were also some things we didn't do and we wish we had. So we're gonna have to go back to Aruba for sure. Like absolutely no questions asked. Um, but one of the things that I really wanted to do was the national park. So although Aruba is, you know, this beautiful tropical Caribbean island, it's also like, um, I think the word would be like arid. Um, Like there's a lot of desert and, um, you know, cacti everywhere. It's like really interesting terrain. Um, So I really wish that we could have gone to the Eric Hawk National Park um, and just, you know, see all of the different landscapes that Aruba has to offer and like do some four-wheeling yeah some like atv stuff so that's what we have to do next time we go because there's like natural pools and all this kind of stuff it seems like you could spend a lot of time there uh yeah Mm -hmm. that's a must i really would love to go to the aloe plantation and see like because they're like you said earlier chelsea aruba is known for their aloe i'd like to go get some products for that skin um so that that'd be on my list the next time 
Yeah, it's probably why everyone looks so young because even our when we got picked up, the driver was like, yeah, a lot of people here, you know, eat the aloe. They rub the aloe on their skin. They do all this with the aloe. I'm like, that's why y'all skin looks so good. That that's facts, because everyone does look like they're a teenager. And then they're like, I got five kids. I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm 80. Yeah, that mm, that's something I need to consider. And with that, I wish. We had, and we will hit the spa at the Ritz because whew, that would have just topped it off. We were just like back to back doing the most while we were there, but having that downtime and just taking a moment, whether it's like a girl's trip or something with a significant other, or if you are a solo traveler, just to have that time to unwind and do a little spa moment. I'm sure there's tons of spa treatments that incorporate the aloe and whatever they're doing for that skin, I I need to be on that routine because everybody <laughs> looks bomb. Everyone's beautiful on that island too. I just remember looking at people and being like, wow, okay, cool. So everyone's gorgeous. Great. Gorgeous. Tan skin, just fire, fire. And that actually makes me think about like my favorite part of our experience was just all the different people that we got to meet. I think that's what makes Aruba so special. Everyone was so welcoming, so warm, so open, so proud of their islands. Um, and then th- they're just way of like looking at the sweetness of life, like it rubs off on you quick. That's why I think I love that word douchey so much. Like I think it's so like, you know, it's so representative of sort yeah. of the experience and the people and the energy and the vibe. And just, I think Gio at the H2O Oasis bar said like people are just like on island time all the time. Yeah, um, Aruba's... Yeah. Aruba's moniker is actually one happy island. Um, and it really, really was was clear. You know, everyone was happy and like kind and willing to, you know, we spoke to Paula and she was like, yeah, when people ask for directions, like you might just walk them to where they need to go. Like we asked people if we could take pictures of them and they were like, yeah, of course. Like everyone was so willing to invite us into their space. And I think that was like beautiful and, and really made me feel like, I should go back there. So Paula, I, I know the slogan here is like happy islands. And when we got here, we were like, everybody's like the vibes are so positive. Would you say that? That's like yeah, the tone why, here. It's just yeah. like such positive, happy energy. Everybody is, you know, so chill and mm-hmm. always happy. Always willing to help anyone that asks for help or directions. You know what? Come, I will bring you. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the Arubians normally are really nice people. Nice. Love that. And peaceful. They don't like, you know, um, fights or like, yeah, mostly quiet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can tell. You can feel it, right? Everybody know everybody. Oh, yeah, you can say yes, or even if you don't know them, you have seen them before. Right. Mm-hmm. But small island. Yeah, it's a small island. Yeah, when we were in Grenada, Chelsea and I went together for carnival. I don't know, someone misplaced something. I think our friend lost their phone. And somebody was like, oh, you had a girl in a blue dress, da da da, she left her phone. Yep. Yesterday, and I have it, and let me go get it. And I was like, wait, this This stranger saw us, found the phone, remembered you had on a blue dress, ends up seeing us out again, because again, small island. I was like, oh yeah, I have your phone. And returns it, yep. Agreed, and there's just this sense of 
you can kind of almost find yourself in the island because it's so diverse and there's just so many different vibes. Like it feels like home, but even though it feels so different, at least, especially as a black person, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's always so important for me when I can recognize myself in a place, parts mm. of my culture, either in the food, in the people, in the music, um, in the tradition. And that happened for me there too. And it's always like so striking. I'm, I'm like, yo, black people are everywhere. We are everywhere. It's, everywhere. Yeah. Um, wow. Talking about this all over again really makes me want to go back. Like, I know. I'm sad. I'm, I'm going to look at our album, our photos and reminisce. Yeah. Well, friends, if you want to go to Aruba, uh, we definitely suggest it. It's a reply for us. Um, yes. And if you need, if you need like any recs, feel free to reach out. Um, we'll put some more information in the show notes for you to refer back to. But yeah, it was a great place. And now you know the plugs for Aruba because we be knowing where to go and what to do. And single ladies, I highly recommend. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful. Lots of men. All right, y'all. Well, this has been another episode of Black Girls Texting, a special Black Girls Traveling Edition. Yes. Yes. I love these. Get out, explore the world. Black women, we got to travel. Be safe, but there are definitely places that you can go to unwind during these times. And Aruba is top, top, top of the list. Yes. And just really quick, I just want to reiterate because, you know, some people are like adventurous travelers. There's adventure there. Some people are like they kind of just want to chill. We could have honestly stayed at the Marriott the whole time and not left the grounds like if we just wanted to chill and it would have been a great time. So I think there's something for everyone. Um, So I definitely recommend it. Thank you. Yes. We miss you, Aruba. Uh miss you rubes it was literally heartbreaking i know on the last day it really was i know remember we took a final swim glen yes and that was like the the water was perfect it was like the most perfect time to be on the beach i can literally feel it i know i know the waves are calm it's not beating you up it's not it's not I know, I was thinking like, wow, I didn't even get in the pool. Like, there's so many pools on the property. I am, I'm a pool girl every now and then. I know y'all see my text. No, yeah. you want to be in the water. You want to be in the water. 24-7. Damn. We'll be back for carnival. Just you wait. Yes, yes. Rona, go somewhere so we can turn up. <laughs> this is Glenn at Best Step Rap. <laughs> All right. Wow. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye. Your cousin from Boston. New Sam Adams Wicked Easy is light and wicked easy to drink. Which means it's wicked easy to call up some buddies for a little day sesh. So, wicked sorry I'm late. Sam Adams Wicked Easy. The Boston Beer Company, Boston, Massachusetts. Drink responsibly.